0: Hello, I'm glad that you tuned in today to the Millennium Beat. If you've been wondering where your mate is, you're in the right place. Sit back and listen to an interview that I did a few days ago in the home of Shane and Kim Gross in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Shane and Kim have been married for over 20 years and have three children. Angel, 20 years old, married with a baby on the way with her husband, Andrew. Summer is 18 years old and is currently a senior in high school and is preparing for college. And Jonathan, 17 years old, currently in high school and likes to work with computers. Shane and Kim, they met in church, quoted for one year, and then they were married. God has had his hand on them ever since. They have served God in many different ways throughout the years, from youth to young adults. Shane and Kim have a YouTube channel called Portunate, where they teach the uncompromising word of God by revealing the mysteries of the kingdom of God, one soul at a time. Now to our show. Welcome to the Millennium Beat Podcast, where we like to encourage the world one story at a time. Now get ready to hear stories from around the world that encourage and uplift you. Now to the show with your host, Kevin James. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. My name is Kevin James. I am the host of the Millennium Beat. I happen to be sitting today with Shane and Kim Gross in Port St. Lucie, Florida. I like to thank them for opening up their doors of their house to me shane and kim thank you very much for being on today thank a pleasure. you thank you all right shane let's start off with you let's get to the beginning and where you're from
1: uh i was originally born in melbourne florida i'm a floridian uh, oh. i've been here uh, all my life uh, never uh never really left the state of florida um which my wife desperately wants me to do uh, we For a trip or? No, no, to move. Oh, she to, wants move. to move. Yeah, she's been wanting to move for years. Where
0: does she want you to move to?
1: Uh, everywhere but here. I mean <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean. <laughs> yeah, do
0: you want it because of the weather, Kim? Yes. Yeah.
2: I yeah. love the seasons. Yeah, I know. And I, the mountains.
0: I'm from Boston and I miss the four seasons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. All right, continue but, with you, what you're saying. But,
1: yeah, uh, I was born in Melbourne, moved to Fort Pierce. I was raised in Fort Pierce, uh, you know, grew up like any typical kid, you know, went through school and everything and, uh, had a decent family life. Uh, we were always together and, uh, um, you know, every family has its trials and tribulations, you know, that you go through and, and you grow together and, uh, and you learn from it. Um, I, I got born again when I was 15 years old, uh, said a prayer at my kitchen table, similar to where we're sitting here today. Okay. And, uh, um, and kind of ran from the Lord, you know, I ran, uh, till I was uh, 18 or I believe 18 or 19 years old i rededicated my life to the lord and then uh we uh, my parents uh i started going to a church with my parents and stuff like that and met people and i i really think that that's where my christian i would say my christian walk began mm-hmm. and uh, i was involved with everything I, um I mean, I was in the youth. I was uh, part of the youth. I helped cut the grass. I opened the doors. as part of the sound ministry. Um, I did everything that I could. I, I dumped myself into it. And a lot of people um, who knew me there were me and Kim actually uh, uh, met at that church. We, uh, um, I, uh, I, I danced a lot, and uh, I would go to the front of the sanctuary, and uh, I had my spot and everything. And when the worship would uh, get going. Uh, me and Jesus would just have a time, and uh, yeah. was- I've I fought, you know, I fought b- battles there, I, uh, you know, uh, uh, down on my knees. I prayed for people. I I did things, and uh, um, I was part of the youth, and you know, we I was, I was there probably, um, I would say probably seven or eight years, and then uh, the you know through circ- circum you know circumstances and stuff like that, I kind of moved on and went to other churches. The Lord led me out to do other things. So
0: hmm. let's back up a little bit. Um, you are sure. saying when you uh, accepted the Lord and Savior as your, as your Lord and Savior, as Jesus is your Lord and Savior. What was your religious or religion background before that was there anything in your family well i mean
1: I, I always i had an idea of god i always believed in jesus and and and, and everything i never confessed it you know right. as the word says i never really openly confessed it but i knew there was a god and, you know i went to sunday school when i was little and stuff like that okay. but I, I i didn't seek after god i mm-hmm. didn't um, chase after him i didn't make him first place in my life he was He was a way to heaven. Mm -hmm. Jesus was, it wasn't like he's involved in every part of my life, like mine and Kim's now, Mm -hmm. um, uh, so you were aware of him? Yes,
0: but he wasn't Lord, basically. No, no he, yeah.
1: was, he, he by no means was he Lord. He 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 was along for the ride, I guess you could say, for lack of better word. <laughs> he was wrong. He was there. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Now, was there any religion at all? Christian, Catholic, uh, uh, anything? Pen, well, my mom, my mom,
1: yeah. Well, my mom was Baptist and, Baptist and stuff like that, and and she had a strong belief, and, and she read her Bible and stuff like that. But we never consistently went to church. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh you know uh, didn't know what we know now right as far as you know what what god always wanted for us and where he and, you know the direction he wanted our lives to go in mm-hmm. um i always knew i guess at a very early age i always knew that god was with me but again like i said earlier i i didn't make him first place right. not until later on in my life yeah you were aware of him but mm-hmm. but
0: still didn't turn everything over you still had control yeah, yeah, you had control yeah, it. Absolutely. Now, what about you, Kim? Uh, what's your bring-up? You know, where did you start from?
2: <laughs> I was I was born in Westwood, New Jersey.
0: Oh, New Jersey. Yes. You, yes. Well, they have coffee. The Jersey girl. Yeah. You're a Jersey girl.
2: And <laughs> my coffee, yes. Yes. No, and it's coffee. <laughs> that's right, right, right. Coffee.
0: Coffee and water.
2: <laughs> and water.
0: Sorry, people that are listening that might be from the Jersey, but you know. <laughs>
2: It's close by to where you were. Oh, Boston. Yeah.
0: Boston, yes. I lived in New Jersey for three weeks once. Oh. Yeah, yeah wow. Paramus. Paramus? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I worked for a company and they sent me there and that was an experience. Well, yeah. that's for another day. <laughs> so you were born in New Jersey.
2: Yes. And then my mom and, well, my mom had. Uh, wanted to move to the country okay. so she wanted she moved to where my grandparents great-grandparents lived and it was in new york state in okay
0: the in the uh, adirondacks adirondacks uh, yeah, yes in cooperstown
2: mountains
0: oh and beautiful wow. pretty now i can see why you want to go back <laughs> there yeah because yeah. it's
2: just it brings back my good child the memories when you're a kid you know yeah and you always feel like you draw to that if you had a good memories, you know. So and I did, and I was brought up as a Christian. My mom and dad got saved. Well, my mom got saved first. My mom had first got saved, and um, her sister had told her. My aunt told her about Jesus, and they both uh, asked Jesus in their heart together on the um, at her. Kitchen table, actually. Wow. Everybody <laughs> likes the kitchen table. Everything happens really, at the kitchen it's t- table. the gathering site. So that's why
0: I wanted to call this when I do tours and go into people's houses. Yep. I call it Table Talk. Table
2: <laughs> that's talk, you know. cute. But I, somebody
0: else has. I was watching a show on uh, Good Life 45 and they had this, I don't know what, Janie or something with a J. And her show was called Table Talk. Nice. <laughs> that's I, said, cool. hey, I thought of like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, go ahead, continue.
2: And then she, so anyway, she got saved in my dad at the time was um, well, it was my my stepdad. At the time she um, she had been she had been married, but then she had moved on. And when I was just born, she had gotten remarried, and that's when they moved to New York State. So then she was saved, and she got involved with a beautiful small. Um, Bible study group and Mm -hmm. it became a young church and they raised this church became my church Mm -hmm. and it it got bigger and it was still a country small church but there's still to this day people that I know Mm. and it was a very good solid foundation word church and and Mm -hmm. it was an assembly of God okay and so they were all filled with the spirit and and they they were called rolly holers, Roller hol, <laughs> holy, or, roll. holy, holy Rollers. Roller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so and but I made a lot of friends, and my mom had friends, and I and so anyway, then my dad had gotten saved, the stepdad. Okay. He had gotten saved through some health things. He had almost died, and the pastor came in and prayed with him and met him and basically grew a felt a friendship, friendship yeah. and he wound up getting saved, and he was. A hard person but then he turned real soft and then he was it was just a blessing because he became part of even um our sound our worship music mm-hmm. leader and he got me singing with him and so church was like more a big thing to me as a kid growing up it was more my my outside social right. life right. and so then even my my friends in school all came there and stuff and so then we moved um to Florida probably about I think when I graduated high school okay. we moved to Florida and we went to Port St. Lucie where I am now and then we got involved in a church and that church wound up um it was beautiful the lord just used it for me and my brother we became in the youth group and it was a huge church here in Port St. Lucie okay it was on Walton Road it was a beautiful church but and then at five, five or six years later, things happened with the church. So we moved on to Calvary and that's where me and my husband yeah. met at okay. that church that he's talking about.
0: All right. Now, speaking of meeting, let's go a little bit into a discussion how that day was or that time
1: period that it was. I mean, you, you want to lead off or you want me to go? <laughs> go ahead. All right. Well, um, well, tell her well,
0: like I've never known the story cause I don't, I really okay. don't.
1: That's true. Well, we were, um, we were both going to the church. We were both on fire for God okay. and we were hungry and we were chasing God and we wanted everything God have for our lives. And, and, um,
0: so let me stop for you for a second. So you were
1: chasing God, but you definitely weren't chasing Kim. Wasn't chasing Kim at the time. No, no. what, not chasing Kim? I mean, um, it's, it's funny the way, the way that we did meet, we knew each other, right. Kind of knew of each other. I mean, we have a six year difference between us and, uh, so she kind of looked at me as like one of the young guys with the youth and everything else. And she didn't, you know, she's like, Oh, well, he's just that guy over there. (laughs) So it wasn't, uh, you know, he, he's, he's not the guy, you know? So, um, uh, so we, we wound up talking one night after church and we just struck up a conversation out in the parking lot and we're talking and it's like two hours in the church parking lot. And then we wound up and I said, uh, I said, do you want to just go get a frosty at Wendy's and we can sit there and talk for a little Uh longer? Well, two hours turned into four hours, and we talked, and uh, we all still right. joke about it when we go back to that same Wendy's. It's the, actually still back in the, to same the beginning. Blend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now I got to ask you
0: this question because everybody's probably thinking this thing. Mm-hmm. When you can both one at a time answer this question: Did Shane? Did you know Kim was the one? And Kim, did you know Shane was the one at that time? No, no, no neither not one at all. Okay, was, nope. So it wasn't I, like Shane said that's going to be my wife. Yeah.
1: No, not, nope, not at in
0: all. In fact,
2: we both talked about other people that we wanted to be with yeah, <laughs> that, that was our that, conversation yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> and we and thought yeah. that that's what we were supposed to have yeah. okay we were trying to help encourage each other okay and yeah. through that it seemed like it turned in well it did well, turn. It did, in, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: 20 20 some years Sounds later so now, yeah. three so kids yeah three kids and yeah grandkid on the way I, okay I, I think it kind of worked <laughs> yeah right
0: <laughs> so from that time you met and you had frosty yeah.
1: <laughs> That's cute. chocolate with french fries. You got to have it. Your life will be changed forever. It.
0: Is um how long of a period was it from the Frosty to Kim, let's go out on a date? Well,
1: actually how it started, uh, it uh It was smooth. I, it was it was, it was the transition. a transition we smooth <laughs> operator. Yeah, we were actually talking about this the other night now that you mentioned it. Um we we were kind of trying to figure out exactly when we went from the friend Right type area to when we went to, okay, you know, let's. I want to date you. I want to date you, and you know, and uh, um, I would just call Kim up and ask her if she wanted to do things, and sometimes Kim uh, did, and sometimes Kim didn't, and uh, it was uh, it was funny, and and at first uh,
2: I was hesitant, and I thought this is ridiculous, so I kept. Thinking, oh no, I shouldn't hang out with him, yeah. but it was fun. Right. Because he just was fun. Yeah. So I just wanted to go out and have now, a fun. Now that hasn't changed a bit since. No.
0: Twenty years. <laughs> He's still fun to be with. Yes. Yes. He's- she. uh, uh
1: I, Well, I would ask her. I would ask her things like, you know, do you want to go rollerblading, or do you want to go here, or go bowling, or go, you know, just do the activities, and she's like, well, I don't know if I should, and this and that. And uh, Kim, Kim always struggled with the fact she wanted to um, be perfect. She, she wanted to be perfect and didn't want to be in a relationship if this wasn't the one. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> I said, you know, we're, we're two adults. I just want to go and hang out. That's all I'm looking for. <laughs> you know, I'm not asking like you to him. marry me tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not yet. It, it hadn't come up to that yet. But, yeah, uh, he's uh, still
2: like that. He's very easygoing. And I think that's what drew me to him because I was so right. um, trying to be perfect a lot. Okay and i don't know where i got that from probably just re- being around maybe a lot of religion or something but i was always trying to be perfect and win god's approval yeah. and um but i think that's what i liked about him is he was just like let's just do this last minute or let's have yeah. fun let's just don't, we don't even have to say we're we're you know just we're right. friends you know yeah. we don't have to say we're something
0: okay so that helped so you went from the friendship into the courting now you say in your bio that you courted for about a
1: year about a year it was actually to the day and we didn't realize it kim i think pointed it out after we got married because um, she she journals okay. religiously um, uh, um mm-hmm. and she still remembers everything that i've done wrong in 20 <laughs> years she has it down in a book somewhere i'm sure um mm-hmm. <laughs> but um If you've asked
0: forgiveness, it's, it's edged out with white out It's, it's, there, but it's still, we can still make it out underneath it. But, um,
1: but no, so, uh, I, I realized at the point, uh, when I felt that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with Kim and I had come to that through prayer Mm -hmm. and, and realizing how much I enjoyed being around her, how, how, um, when I wasn't around her, I was thinking about being around her. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I actually, um, I'm more traditional. I actually went to her parents and I talked to her parents before her, and and, and uh, before I popped the question, and we actually. Uh,
0: and he said, "Yeah, see, you can have my daughter's hand." Yeah, daughter's yeah, hand. yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. and uh, now so, what? If were you prepared? If because you are traditional, but would yeah. you be prepared if her
1: father said no? Well, he uh, uh, he liked me, okay. so I didn't, I didn't think he was going <laughs> to say true. I took a, a sw- I swung for the fences and hoped right. for the best, so right. you know, I'm an optimist that way, I guess. <laughs> He's not afraid uh, of it. Yeah. So,
0: so, you know the answer probably was uh, 99.9% sure that he well, was going to say sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mm-hmm. felt like he was actually fattening me up for the kill, because every night <laughs> I would come over, he would cook dinner and have things for me. Here, you got to try this. I'm like, wait a minute now, you know. And uh, I definitely put on the weight, that's for sure, yes. when we were dating due to your dad, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. but uh, uh, asked them and we actually went on a family trip with my family up to uh, Hendersonville Tennessee it was the uh, I've been uh, there it's the TBN oh. it's the yeah. Conway 20 place yeah. and act- that's actually
0: where Taylor Swift um, lives yeah. or did, or did oh, they live yeah. at one time
1: we, uh, we actually went to Twitty City which TBN had purchased mm-hmm. and turned it in and uh, I was able to uh, get a hold of the pastor Okay. and talk to the on staff pastor that was there his wife and set up to where I was able to ask him to marry me in front of I don't their know. Church. Their church. Their uh, They weren't filming mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. night, but um, but they did. They, they they okayed it and everything. And I think we were in front of, what, like 100 people that mm-hmm. we absolutely didn't know besides my parents and stuff. Yeah. And uh, called Kim up, and uh, they gave me the microphone, and, and I proposed to her right there.
2: And so. they all prayed for us. Yeah. Uh, and they said we yeah. were going to have kids.
1: Kids and we met friends and stuff, and it was so funny because Kim kind of leaned into me and put her head in my chest and said yes, and I heard her. So, my dad, he's like, Well, what'd she say? He didn't hear nothing. What'd she say? Like, I said, She said yes, dad. She said yes. (laughs) So, So that was
0: the proposal, not the marriage. That was the proposal. That was the proposal. So, from the proposal in the mountain or Tennessee, Tennessee, how long before the wedding?
2: July, August, September, October, three months. Yeah, three, three months.
0: months. So basically you're telling me from the day that you met, a year and three months you were saying I do. Yep. A year. Yeah, it was right in a year. year. Well year. was it not a year to the um, – It, it was, was
2: a year. It was – we had gone to vacation in June, but we started in October. Oh, uh, okay. And right. then it went around, and we wound up getting married on the day of oh. in October. Okay. The first day we went
0: so Somewhere. you actually asked her to marry you before the year was up yes. or yes. ending. Yeah. yeah okay and we actually we actually got married a year. a year a year oh wow yeah
2: and we found out that it was the day because my mom had said well it's going to be at this country club there's two dates that they have opening which ones do you want
0: so now, do i you, just you said, do you consider your first date the smoothie or not smoothie um the
1: yeah. frosty? frosty that's the first date? That, I think. that's, that's the, the one what we always that that talk out. about that's your like. first date. so it was a year from that date yeah, yeah. Yes. Wow! O- according to Kim, she told according me, me. Yeah, so. It was just incredible. she juggles oh. it, so it's there. Yeah. yeah,
2: actually, it wasn't. It was when we went skating.
1: Oh,
0: rollerblading! Yeah, no. okay,
2: with your bro- your cousin.
0: That was okay. the first of real official day. Yeah. yeah,
2: and that was the day October third. I remember because my mom said, "Just go with them, have fun," and I wasn't yeah. gonna. Oh.
0: So. so. Okay. And you
2: you held my hand. That's
0: that what was I the knew. First time, yeah, that's yeah. how I knew. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This guy's gonna be my husband. He's yeah. holding my hand. Yeah.
2: And then I would say, "We're just friends." After that, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're just friends. And he said, "Yep." Yeah, we're <laughs> friends. Good just, friends. <laughs> it helped me.
0: Uh, that's cool. That is awesome <laughs> to hear those kind of stories. And you know, why did you wait so long? <laughs> right. Right. You know, exactly. a year. Yeah, she. Uh, Some uh, people will go a lot longer than that.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> it was actually surprising, too, because she told me, actually, uh, uh, probably three or four months in, that, you know, if we're going to be seeing each other continually, you know, we're, we're going to have to get married in, in a, a year. year, is what she said to me, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I was she like, was
0: prophetically
1: decal- declaring it, and speaking Boke it yes. in, and, wow. you know, and I was, like, I uh,
2: used the scripture about Isaac and, and uh, Rebecca, uh, yep. or Isaac and, yeah, Isaac and uh, Rebecca, Rebecca, and yeah. And how he, or how the, the man went, the servant, right. the servant yeah, went yeah, right. and he had to go and he, he said to the Lord, if you'll show me a, a wife for my, my servant, my son. master, yeah. and mm-hmm. then I will, I will take her for my master's servant, my master, right, the son.
0: All right, the question, I'm going to put you on the spot and we can go back to Kim so she can be talking while you're looking this up if you need to is there a foundation or scriptural or you might even have in your head what you've founded your relationship with your wife and your future kids that you, you set it up in the beginning that this is where my house is. This is the scriptures that we're standing on um, from that point. So, so you, so you, you, when you're ready, I'll just tell, I'll talk to Kim here for a few seconds. All right. So that is an interesting that, you engaged, know, engage, get married and all that kind of stuff. What is one of the things looking, at, not at your husband, but looking at me, talking to me, but thinking of him, what are some of the things that you really like about Shane that really attracted you then and even more now?
2: Okay. Um, well like i said i like the freedom the way right. that he was so free and more laid back and could just do whatever have fun and just let's go here let's go there last minute and mm-hmm. and the way that he was so non uh judgmental and legalistic type okay. you know i've i got a lot of that for myself i would I would make myself be like a perfect person. And I think his freedom and his non-judgment helped me. Right. And I love that about him because he was fun. And then he was funny. He would la- make me laugh. He would joke all the time. Okay. And he'd always just make me laugh all the time. And it, and he was just, just easygoing, fun. And I think it just drew me mm-hmm. because he was just so laid back. And the fact that he even had one point said, you can take as long as you want cuz I'd go back and forth with our our relationship mm-hmm. like maybe we shouldn't be doing this together maybe we shouldn't be together doing this relationship and I would think oh maybe I'm wrong this isn't the right one and I would always doubt myself and I and he just would be like the one time specifically I was going to get out of the car and I was I got out of the car and I said this is it we're not going to go any further and it was after a church service even mm-hmm. And he got out of the car and he felt led by the Lord to hug me. And he said, it's okay. Take as long as you want, whatever you want. And I think that's what really helped me to, that was the time it really like hit home. This is the right one because I needed that freedom to be able to express myself. All right, cool. (laughs) And I like that for now too. Okay, good. Similar.
0: All right, right, Shane, I know I put you on the spot there, but uh, I'm sure you could. You could hit this one right out of the park.
1: Yeah, uh, it's uh, John fourteen is where uh, let not your heart be troubled. Fourteen one, you believed in God, you also believe in me. For my wife and my family, what I wanted is I wanted them to 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 know Jesus and to know the person of Jesus, and that was the biggest thing. After, uh, um well before we got married and it was the relationship with christ that i Mm -hmm. wanted for my family and i wanted us to serve god and i wanted us to know who he was in our lives and I wanted us to have a peace about it, not mm-hmm. to be fretful, not to worry. You know, as it says in Matthew uh, Matthew 5, I believe it is, or Matthew 6, where it talks about that we seek ye first the kingdom, the kingdom of God, God and, and his righteousness, and he'll, and all these things will be added unto you. We wanted to teach our children about freedom and the freedom mm-hmm. of who Christ is in their life and, he, you know, and he, how he wants to be involved in every part of their life. And, and I told Kim, and me and Kim together collectively wanted to, wanted our children, if we didn't give them anything, we gave them Christ mm-hmm. and, and, you know, his word right. and they had that relationship and that was their foundation as they were being raised. Kim would put on uh, put on a Christian uh, Bible That's stories Kim. and they still remember him to this day and they, they mm-hmm. quote them, And we constantly had the word before their eyes and, and it kept them and it it guarded them and it kept them from things that even as, as a, a kid myself that I I put myself in and I went through, mm-hmm. and uh, different times in my life and stuff and opened myself up to things I had no business mm-hmm. opening myself up to. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, in a nutshell, I would have to say that that was just believing in God and believing also mm-hmm. in Jesus and Him being our salvation okay. for our family. So, all right.
0: I'm led to ask you this question about maybe you can talk to somebody that's listening, some young female or even older female and kind of a little bit anxious because they're not married yet or something. What would you, what would your advice be to them?
2: Oh, that's good for me. Cause I was almost 29 when I met Shane, I was 28 when I met him and I was feeling like, Oh, I'm getting older. I'm getting older. I need to get married. Everybody else is right. And, or they've gone through stuff and I, I, started to pray um, that the Lord would just bring that one to me when it's the time and prepare my heart. Mm -hmm. I would say, prepare my heart, Lord, and I know that you're looking to and fro for that right one that's in the earth for me, and you're going to just bring them right at my time, but... Just the fact that I would say, Lord, prepare my heart every time I would go into feeling like I wanted to get married or I wanted a relationship, I'd say, Prepare my heart. And I knew I would thank the Lord. And he brought me to Proverbs where it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and in all thy ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your past. So that scripture held me to know that he was working on my behalf because I had asked and prayed and I've thanked him and I was asking him for, to prepare me and I knew he was on, on it. Mm-hmm. He was going to do it. You know, okay. I just didn't know when, but then it happened actually in my Bible. It's like a whole, a one year actually <laughs> went by. Cause I always would write the, the date of a scripture that he would give me. Okay. And it was about, you know, putting like, I believe it was in Genesis about how the man and the wife came together, mm-hmm. Adam and Eve. And so I circled it and I wrote my date. And a year later, I, that's when I met Shane. I don't oh, think wow. to the day, but it was still like a Close. year later. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now I'm thinking God had it real easy with you, Shane, in the sense. Because yeah. you're here in Florida, pretty much in the vicinity that you met Kim. Yep. Now Kim was way <laughs> in New Jersey. He had yeah. to move her down here <laughs> to meet you.
1: Yep. That's true. Yep. So it's and, uh, pretty cr- uh, crazy. Well, there's a quick little thing I wanted to, uh, that, that uh, I know it caused everybody. Um, you know how the Lord always tells us, you know, they, everybody has their prayer closet. Right. And, and I always, and I know I kind of tell, you know, I, I speak out on camera. When I used to go pick her up, she would literally be in her closet. <laughs> in her closet. Reading her Bible. And it was her prayer closet. She took literally, 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 <laughs> literally her prayer closet. Now I tell you what, when we first met, she would pray and her her prayers would get answered at a moment's notice and and because she had sought God in such a childlike way oh, wow and took it literally and I and I've I've gleaned from that and I've learned from her in that way as well oh, as our children wow. uh, to, to be able to, to to know how important the Word of God mm-hmm. is in our life oh, wow. and to spend that time
0: I hear the word true helpmate yep
1: wow yep. yes Thank I you. hear a
0: true helpmate yep. that is cool now you've been married from your bio over 20 years yes 20 years of bliss everything's been perfect (laughs) Uh, all right okay (laughs) (laughs) so tell us a little bit about the early days of of the shane and kim gross life of of the early days you're married now you don't have a kid yet
1: right but she was on the way she's getting there okay
0: so tell pick us up from there a little bit
1: well, um I don't think we uh, aside from your pregnancy, you pretty much got pregnant right away. Um you didn't so, waste any time. No, no. I mean, I, I, You wanted I, that family. Just yeah. get on it. She been she was after all, she was 28, 29, right? 29 when, when Angel married. was born and and she was ready to have her first <laughs> child and uh, so uh um I would like to say that I I I did what i should have done and and everything but i didn't lean i I leaned more on my own understanding at that time and i panicked when i found out she was pregnant and the first thing i did is i ran out and got a second job and i started working and working and working and working and and kim she was she dealt with a lot of morning sickness and stuff like that so she was pretty much our our first year almost was kind of non-existent and it was kind of rough in the beginning even though you know we had met and we grew together and all that stuff and and uh, um we were we were kind of toiling you know Uh, instead of instead of uh obeying what god says in his word and listening to him and trusting him and and doing those things i mean we were absolutely blessed i mean angel was uh when angel was born we we uh, we began building our our first house which we raised the kids in on uh property that kim had and uh and we were working and we had a brand new car, brand new house brand and, new baby. and brand, brand new, new baby. And, and yeah. we moved in and we started our life in that, in that first year. And, and God started opening doors and I, I went from one job, you know, from two jobs down to one job and, mm-hmm. uh, which was still 60 hours a week. <laughs> but, um, it's out of the mouths of babes. My, right. my, uh, oldest one angel, um, uh, come to me and told me one day when she saw me put my work boots on and said, daddy, all you do is work. And I would like to say that I, I took heed to that at that time. But it took me a, probably about another couple of years before I realized what's truly important. Yeah. Um, we want to give our children everything. We want them to have the nicest things in life. And we want to take them places and do things for them. When it really boils down to the point that our children really just want us. Yeah. And they want time with mom and dad. A walk. Uh, going to the park, going to the beach or a night out to the movies with family, mm-hmm. memories and things like that. And and that's that's what I struggled with in the beginning because I thought, you know, you're always taught and it's drilled into your head as a young man. You don't work, you don't eat, you don't right. do this and, and you lean you lean on that and you're you're toiling. And that's what Jesus came to deliver us from so that right. we could walk in that blessing and walk in the fullness of what he He wants for us and trust in him for everything. Mm. And once I got that revelation, I I started backing off on things. I started backing. I still worked, obviously, of course, but I started backing and I started making more time, you know, daddy daughter dates and stuff Mm. like that and taking the kids out and making a date night for me and Kim and stuff like that. Okay. And that—that's probably. I mean, in our first first couple of years, I guess you could say it was. It was. Okay. We we kind of went mm-hmm. through that. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if you yep. got anything to. Yeah, it add was. To that. It was rough. My was mom
2: it? was right down the road, and we had lived with her for the few months before when As we were building the house. Okay. Yeah. When we first got married, so she would come over and help me with the baby and with all the other two. I had other two children that I babysat for, so I could stay home and yeah. make some money. Mm-hmm. And so it was. It was something for me and my mom we developed more of a relationship just raising kids because she had my brother's kids. she was okay yeah. so it was similar so the cousins would play okay. so I had a lot of fun with them and and my mom and yeah. so I had time but on know. a good
1: note, that was what why yeah. I worked the way I worked yeah. is so that Kim could. But I remember stay at my home, dad yeah.
2: saying about the seven year itch mm-hmm. and how you get it yeah. Are you there? And I remember saying no, actually it just started. At seven years, it seemed like that's when I started really enjoying him again and falling back in love instead of trying just working with my children and Raising him working. And, busy and we're lot, just working. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're just yeah. like living. Right, right. You know, but yeah, the seven year it started.
0: Okay. Like. So from Angel, um you went two years, I think. Yep. And then you had summer. Yes. Okay. Anything around that time period that you can share? Uh, Any more challenges or more whatever?
1: Well, I mean, when Angel Angel was born, um, I I came to a realization when I held her in my arms for the first time. And I still think back to this often Mm -hmm. that I understood truly what the father meant in his love that he had for us, because I held her in my arms and looked at her and realized it wasn't about me anymore. Mm -hmm. And it was about her and what I could do for her how i could raise her and how i could teach her and what i could show her and you know i mean and we we were going to church and and we were going and uh, um we were uh you know still going to church and stuff well there was a period we were out for a while yeah but but um uh but in between that time between angel and angel and summer we were pretty much just living life and and loving people and enjoying family and, and and you know and just growing that way and uh and, uh, um, that's, that's about where, what I have for that. <laughs> for that. I don't, know, I don't know if you got anything else. Can I mean,
0: remember?
2: when we had summer, I was so happy. I was yeah. excited that we were pregnant again. And, and I'm sure, and, I mean,
0: while well, Angel, Angel was only two at the time. So yeah. she probably wasn't too much yet. Like, Hey, I got a baby sister. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she, a little later on. Yeah. <laughs> she might've she, been happy for it.
2: Yeah. Cause she was still like two and a half and she, yeah. she didn't really understand, but I'm like, mom, we're going to have a a friend for you a sister and so well when we found out right and so I just was so blessed with summer it was a little different because we were in our we were settled more Mm -hmm. by then and and I remember looking at the uh, sonogram and I just had a few tears because I saw her as this little baby that was just you Mm -hmm. know going that's growing I'm gonna be you know that Mm -hmm. they're so dependent on you you know right and her tenderness and she's they, bo- they both have, all of them have different personalities, but she's still like that tender.
0: Okay. You know. <laughs> so from summer, you went to Jonathan, mm-hmm. your first and only boy. Yes.
2: And that was one year exactly one, later. Wow! <laughs> exactly yeah. later. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I almost say every year, in... year, but you waited two years between Angel and Summer. <laughs> yes. Well,
1: I, I had a hiccup, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it was, I was lacking that year, maybe. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. If it'd been up to Kim, she would have had four, five, six, seven. Well, with Angel, yeah. I
2: held her so much. I I was yeah. so happy I finally had my own baby because yeah. I babysat. So right. I know I, I used to, have even to fight when, her yeah fight even her. when yeah. he came home from work, he couldn't get her out of my hands. I would just hold her. It's my baby. i've been waiting on this yeah and and then summer was the tender sweet tender easy going and then jonathan one year and four days or one year and five days later exactly and he was this big beautiful baby bouncer boy he was but he wouldn't let me put him down because um i would go to take a shower and he didn't want to lay down on the you know right. the swing or whatever it was so i was always busy was and we i remember having diapers and baby food for years yep. and nursing for wow. years so but with it him was a blessing
1: but with jonathan uh, um he was he was actually angel was actually named uh we named her after my godmother who i was, was gonna ask that question yeah yeah who was who was a uh, uh, very influential she actually potty trained me that's how, oh, wow. how long she was involved in my life and uh and i was probably about 10 or 11 years old when she went on to be with the lord she was older her and her husband charlie right. and uh, uh but angel we named we named angel after her because she really impacted my life and she okay. was actually the one that would pick me up and take me to sunday school and stuff like wow. that her and charlie and and uh and they were uh they were just a true blessing they really i mean in my young you know, I, I I think I was like you know well obviously potty trained and it was daycare. a daycare actually yep yeah, it was Teacher. a daycare that's where I met her and uh, um and uh, uh and then summer when you you felt led I think you came up with summer's name summer's name
2: it? because she just had a light brightness yeah. about okay. her yeah and then yeah, John- Jonathan Jonathan and then, you got the word
1: right uh, before we were married right. it was in the same church uh, that we met in that I went uh, I felt led compelled it was one day I was at home at my, you know, with my parents at their house and I just got cleaned up and I think it was a Saturday or something like that. And I just had this, uh, you know, urgency to get down to the church and right. nobody was there. And, uh, um, I always had keys and sometimes I would go in being part of the sound ministry and stuff. And I would just fire up some worship and go right. in there and just have my way and just, you know, hang out with Jesus and had my time with him. And, cool. and, uh, and it was one of those days I got down there and, uh, went in and I was like, okay, God, you brought me, you know, you brought me down here. What, what, what what do we got? What's going on? And I just started praying and he led me to go get a notepad and I started writing things down that he was giving me. He told me I was going to have a son. He said to name him Jonathan because he was going to be faithful and true, just like David. And that's who he's named after David and Jonathan, because his heart and in his personality and who he is, really reflects that and you know and even in the the bible times it talks about all the names in the bible and stuff how how they you know how they how they produce their life or what they are it Mm -hmm. labels them as that and yeah and he is an angel truly is Hmm. an angel and you know summer is like you're excited about summer you're just it's summertime and you know so So sorry kids now I, I, I not putting you on the
0: spot because you, you know the question was coming eventually because it's yeah. in the, in the bio things that I sent to you mm-hmm. with three great kids, there's gotta be not embarrassing stories, but stories of something that each one of them has done something that kind of like lit your heart that the fruit that you've been planting them is grown. What are some of them? Yeah. Hopefully you got one for each. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we don't want to leave anybody out. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but what are something that each one story about each person that you've done and says, oh, God, I am so, so grateful that you, let me, allowed me to raise this person, this kid, yeah. this child. Easy. That's yeah. easy. All right. Well, uh, you want to go
1: first, <laughs> then You can go ahead.
2: Well, I, well, I just want to say some angel is, it's the easiest because she's like an angel. Yeah. <laughs> she's just leads people to the Lord. She's like an angel of light, bringing Jesus to people, okay. constantly missionary um hearted. Um, bringing her Bible to school when she was in school, mm-hmm. she would just she started a prayer circle in school, okay. yeah. and it lasted for years. And and then with um, summer, just her easygoing heart, her softness, mm-hmm. her reading, her writing, mm-hmm. scriptures, and what God's showing her in writing, which we've seen that she's going to be writing a book, okay. and mm-hmm. and just her her tender, quiet gentleness. But the fruit shows with her heart and with people that she's. Um, associated with in her life as far as you know work now even she's very just favor Mm -hmm. both of all of them have had favor and then Jonathan with homeschool I see it more because I'm his his mom and I'm the teacher and so I see it in his writing and I also see it in his the things he talks about and we do bible class and he's very intuitive with what the spirit is really right about Jesus is about and the Holy Spirit. We really no religion. It's not religious. It's a real relationship. Okay. So each one to me. All
0: mm-hmm. right. Now we don't want to leave the middle child. Seems like because you were talking, it seemed like the middle child didn't get much information. So <laughs> I want to have you talk about your middle child, okay. which is Summer, and how important she is and what God is really doing in her life.
1: What was Summer? She. Uh, God has placed on her heart uh, um, to deal with finances and stuff. I, I kind of want to go back a little bit, okay? If, if I can, yeah, you can. Um, I want to go back a little bit and, and touch base on a little bit of what Kim okay. with, with Angel. Even as a young child, the story that I have with her is is uh, the one time that we were going to the store and she used to bring all her baby dolls with her. She was trying to be like mom, so she was trying to. She always had this nurturing spirit right. about her, so she had like eight baby dolls that she yeah. would carry everywhere with her. <laughs> eight, yeah. And they had to go, and they all had to fit in the car seat. We could not move. We could not go anywhere unless they were all. And you only saw just like this little face, you know, that was sticking out with all these babies. And and, and you would see that with her and, and the love that she had for that and what she wanted. In that. So we went to the store, and I would tell her, okay, we're not taking all the babies in. And she's like, "Well, we got to take the babies in. We can't take all the babies in. We're just going to run in." So Angel actually shoved all the baby dolls off of her. They scattered throughout the back seat of the car. And I said, "Okay, honey, w- now what are the baby dolls doing?" She goes, "It's okay, Dad. They're sleeping." <laughs> so they were all sleeping. And we were able to go in the store without without all the baby dolls. And uh, uh, you know that 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 at that time I knew she was going to be a, a good mom a good wife and it and, and she just touched my heart with that. Oh, how she was and how she she just nurtured and she always did that with her brother and her sister. Yes. And she drew them in and always had a heart for them and wanted to look out. And she was, you know, the typical oldest, you know, right. sibling. Mm. would do that and with summer with her it was a love that she had she always she always made you feel love and she still does when you hug her you feel love Mm -hmm. you when you know when she was little i used to joke and say she was my little monkey because she would wrap her legs around you and her arms and she would hug you and hold you when you were holding her right and Mm -hmm. she would you know and and there was times that i looked at her because she would fall asleep in my arms Uh, you know i had a big recliner so they would climb up on me and they would fall asleep and she fell asleep in my arms, and I, I just, I just, at that moment, just looking at her, the peace and the love that I felt from her, I, I took just as much from them as I felt that I gave from them. I learned just as much or even more from them than I ever taught them. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then the same with Jonathan, he was so, he was such a a neat little boy. He just, uh, uh, he just had this, he was just full of life and just all this personality. Yeah. And everywhere he went, he just had, and he had this smile that would just, just blow you. It just light up the room. And he loved tinkering and, and, uh, uh, you know, you know how dads and boys are. I bought him his, Uh, bought his toolbox, you know, I had a little toolbox for him and the time that, you know, the proud dad, you know, I'm going back to the beginning, of course, you know, there's been obviously several other times, but we were late, he would come and I would go out and change the oil in the car and he would lay under the car with me and he had his little plastic hammer and his little, (laughs) all this stuff. And you could see his little feet hanging out, my feet (laughs) hanging out from underneath the, you know, I mean, and, and, uh, um, and right then I I realized, okay, you know, uh, um, This is my boy, you know, and uh, and this is who he is, and this is you know, so that's the impact that they've made in my life and those stories, and and to go back to summer, summer, and to the question that you asked me. Um, to go back to her, she, um, she has this love and, and again, it just carries. It's right. just it's like this pure love. And she, and she writes, she's a lot like her mom when it comes to journaling and, and a tenderness. Um, if there's any strife, if there's any argument going on in the house and stuff like that, she's sensitive. She's very right. sensitive and very keen to it. She's very sensitive to the spirit of God. Yes. Okay. And, um, and, and I believe that, uh, the discernment of the spirit of God and how God moves is what is, is what that's her calling Mm -hmm. and how, and how, and also with finances, she's received several words that God is going to deal with her in in multiple millions and millions of dollars in, in moving money around and doing things and even teaching in corporations and different things and books. And it's going to be, Uh, primarily according to the word, Word, according to the word of God, because a lot of people don't think that the word of God talks about money, but it does, it does uh, It does uh, quite extensively. And, uh, but that's her calling. She's very
2: uh, forgiving. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Now let's put this all in a nice little
0: package Mm -hmm. and put a bow on it a little bit of what is going on right now. You know, we're fast forwarding in a few years, obviously. Right. What is happening in Shane and Kim's life right now what's going on in there what's what's some of the good things that are happening
2: well right now he's been home with me which has been a blessing because his job has his one of his jobs had ended Mm. that was was taking us time not away from each other so now we're together okay and Mm -hmm. so we're able to do things go places um Spend more time with the kids, you know.
0: I yeah, mean, they're older, and future grandchildren,
2: right? Future, future grandchildren, grandchildren. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you can't wait for that. Yeah, that yeah, is we already so found excited. out. He's, he's a
1: little boy, oh, he's so. a little boy, okay. He's he's a little, little boy, boy. Asher, yeah. Asher, and, Asher, and in
2: heard Numbers heard. one, it talks about Asher, yeah, <laughs> okay, and about the the scripture, like you were saying. And he, you know, they're with the kings and they're, yep. and okay. everything, but um, I don't know, I just I feel like it's been a, a time to pray, to
0: read the word together, to get vision together. All right. Now there is one thing you guys do together. So getting into the topic, you guys developed a YouTube channel. It's called Porching It. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's like fortunate but with a porch. You're yep. yes. out you're out on the porch. On the porch yeah. You're porching it. Yes. Yeah. And what what is that? Describe that a little bit to because...
1: Well, uh, Kim originally came up with a name for it, and she, she always had a heart to reach out to people and teach them about, you know, the un, the uncompromised Word of God, okay. and, as well as our calling is that, is to teach people about the uncompromised Word of God and to be set free in these things. Um, uh The content of it is word based and and everything that we we teach or we speak about uh, is is out of it's out of the word and it's about getting in the word and putting the spirit in the word uh, together Mm -hmm. and utilizing them in your life and declaring and the words that come out of your mouth and the things that you do and understanding who you are in Christ and and walking in that. Um, with it it's it's uh, been going on for quite a while Kim does some by herself she did some by herself and then yeah. then we started doing them together uh, some years back um, and uh, it's it's really our outlet right now for for the ministry that we have in our our hearts right okay. now So we're kind of in the infancy phases of what God really, has for right. us yeah so
0: now if somebody wanted now this is youtube only right no yes. you, do you post them on facebook also yeah she does yeah. okay yes um so if somebody wanted to find it on youtube how would they find it
2: they just would plug it in to youtube search button and yeah. then right
0: you, so you, type porch. in porch porch hyphen, hyphen in hyphen, hyphen it it kim and shane okay so that's a new, also yeah. in the show notes will be a link to that. Okay. So that'd be fine. So,
2: and the way that that happened is we would sit on the porch and that was another time when he wasn't working Okay, and we would sit and read the word and and have coffee okay. and we kept talking about the word and so I said people need to hear this so right. I said why don't we do like a little video and just start doing it cool. so we did it and then it started taking off it's been about six years now wow. that we've yeah. done it done it
0: now, on and off now you've done it on off so it's not on a weekly basis or daily basis it's sporadic or
1: it, it does we have we have uh new ones there'll be times that we sit down and we feel led and and we'll do uh we may do three or four of them in a mm-hmm. day and then release them okay and then do it um we have we uh, it's been about a week or two weeks since we did our last one right mm-hmm. and uh, um yeah. we try to we got about 30 videos that are on that channel right now okay Where we just kind of wanted to let them kind of gain some traction we and, have you know, other people, two channels but yeah. they
2: were the same in it, yeah. but it was just different ways that different ways
1: of people it. put it in we, uh, so they probably we were learning fun. still we are still learning yeah, <laughs> still <laughs> learning fine. our bumps and
0: bruises all right so well guys um my name is kevin james i'm the host of the millennium beat we've been sitting down here at kim and shane's house i appreciate you opening up your doors having me sit at your kitchen table and talk with you thanks again for having me oh my pleasure thank you for coming all right guys again this is kevin james from the millennium beat we would like to encourage the world one story at a time we'll see you next week at the same time on sunday at 6 p.m thanks again for joining thanks for tuning in today to the millennium beat podcast I hope you heard something that was encouraging to you. We'd like to hear from you with your story. So write us at stories at themillenniumbeat.com or give us a call at 407-624-9957 and leave us a voicemail. You may also find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we have a YouTube channel. Please like us and share us with your friends. You may also go to our website at themillenniumbeat.com and you'll find our podcast and our YouTube video. You also may find a calendar there with past and future guests and dates and times. Plus, another way for you to contact us with your stories or questions. This has been a Millennium Beat LLC production, copyright 2020. Views and opinions of the guests are not always the views and opinions of the Millennium Beat LLC.